Yo, Counterattack Podcast via Zoom. Sorry, guys. Lockdown has meant that we've got to do this via, via Zoom. And Lamb, how are you, man? I'm good, brother, man. I'm good. I'm looking a little bit woolly at the moment. Yeah. Looking a little bit woolly, a little bit rough. Happy Good Friday and all of that. All of that jazz. Good weekend. Yeah, man. Uh, but, um, yeah, I'm good, man. Surviving. What about what are you? What are you saying? I'm good, man. I just need football. I need to play football. I need to watch football. Uh, wait, but um, the lack of football is it? Do you know what? The first couple of the first couple of weeks, days, and stuff, you could kind of you it was hurting, but now it's like it's proper sinking in, and it's proper like there's no you know normally like international break weekend or whatever. You mm. think yeah, I'm missing it for a week, I'm missing it for two weeks. This is that. Uh, this is gonna be a while. It's prolonged, bro. Like it's, know, it's starting to it's starting to get to me. I ain't gonna lie to you. Right, listen, mate, I, anyway, hopefully it all comes um, it all comes back soon, man, because, mate, I don't know, man. But until then, we've got people on, like, we're just going to bang out these calls, guys, man. We're just going to bang out these Zoom podcasts every other day. Probably gonna give, we're probably going to give them more content than what they were getting from what they were getting before. before. Yeah. So, um, yeah, man, today we're going to start off with Derek Asamoah. I'm going to bring him into the call now. Guys, keep liking, subscribing, sharing, all that good stuff. Um, thanks for keeping up with us. And, you know, we're still getting good feedback. People love the episode where all of us were there. Spence will be back again. This one was last minute. So I know it better than to follow at Spence last minute, to be, to be fair. And um, Michael, come. So, yeah, let me bring Derek, our guest. Let me see if I can even do this thing. Admit. Is he here? Is he here? Yo, Derek. Yo, yo, what's happening? Nothing, man. What's good? Nothing much, nothing much. Just hanging in there, innit? Yeah, I'm, I'm good, man. I see your, your, your goatee's a bit long right now. <laughs> I know. <laughs> long, it's out of shape. Everything, everything's wrong with it. Yeah, man. Are you, um, are you, um, like coping with all of this? Um, do you know what? It's just a time for reflection, isn't it? Just, just time to step back and just, and just take a moment and think about everything, isn't it? I'm mm. just taking it in my stride. I'm not, I'm not really stressing about it. Yeah. I don't watch the news too much. I'm just, you know, just carrying on um, like it's normal, but just <laughs> in my house environment, you know what I mean? Yeah. How yeah. is it just being stuck up in the house? It's not easy. It could have <laughs> quite a lot worse places to be, mm. you know what I mean? But, at the same time, we take we take the negative and, and make a positive out of it. Do you know what I mean? Just just keep riding with it. That's all you can do. But it's good. I get to spend time with um, with the family. You know, it's something I wouldn't normally normally do too often. But it's good to um, get to know people on a personal level. Mm. It's interesting. It's funny. it's funny. A lot of people are realizing, are remembering it, that they've actually got wives and kids now, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> But yeah, you've got your, um, what is it you do? Is it like an academy or something? Oh, Hello? Have we lost him? Okay, yeah. Is it, you've got, oh, have we lost him again? Have we lost you? No, no, I'm back. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Is someone <laughs> calling you? Yeah, no, I just get a notification. I don't even know how to, I should have turned them off before I went on, but it's cool, hopefully. Yeah, no, I was just saying that you've got like, is it an academy or something that, that, you, that you do? 
Um, it's my little brother's, my little brother's um, academy that um, I help out every every now and then when I can. But it's, it's, it's my little brother's. He's trying to like um, obviously try to try to play football and it didn't quite um, work out. So he, he's just trying to um, give back to the youth. You know what I mean? And take that route. So I try to help him out as much as possible with with advice and personal appearances and just um, trying to promote it for him as well. But it's all my brother, it's all his idea, and I'm just trying to help along. Because uh, I, I think Lamin would be interesting. Lamin, what's the, the age range for kids that you deal with? What's that? Uh, so, with, with what I do, we deal with kids from sort of, to be honest, it, it can go from 14, right? Um, some of the oldest boys that we've got through at the moment are probably now going to be under 20s, under 21s. So, oh, wow. it, yeah, so it catches a lot of boys who are in, who are in the system. Um, and it kind of helps keep them in the system. And then the boys who obviously naturally drop out of the system, we try to yeah. help them back into the system by giving oh, them awesome. and the training and all, that, and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's very rewarding work, man. It's, it's rewarding when you look at yeah, yeah. Um, when you look at some of the stories, you know? Uh-huh. I can yeah, imagine. I love things like that. I love, I absolutely love things like that. I wish those, these sort of things when I was growing up, you know what I mean? Everyone always says the same. Yeah, I wish, man. Why did we have that? Why didn't they have, do you know what I mean? It's, it's mad. People benefit from, um, from, from how technology moves and mm-hmm. it's just, yeah, mm-hmm. with technology moving, people's minds expand, things change, but it's mm-hmm. great to see people doing stuff and giving back, man. It's, yeah, it's a, it's it's, yeah. it's a great it's it's a great thing. How long has it been going for? Um, <clears throat> it's been going for I think just over a year, oh, just over a year now. Great. And he, he does from I think now he's he's even starting from when they're younger. He, he does like from when they're like three years old and stuff. Just oh, wow. just introducing them to the to the football oh, wow. and stuff. Yeah, he's he's he started and he's, he's really taken he's take it's picked up a lot. Because it gets them to um, to be free and little run around and like I said, yeah. get get them involved with, with football at a very young age. So when they do get older, it just becomes natural for them. And it's from I'll say it's from three to about fourteen, fifteen. Wow. Yeah. Well, how old were you when you when you got into it? When you got into football, you you, you didn't come through like the the academies, did you? No, no, I went, I went, I went some next way. I didn't like. I came through football. <clears throat> Obviously, I was born in Ghana, and I, I grew up. I grew up in Ghana. Yeah, I grew up in Ghana, and I came over when I was like, when I was like six or seven. I mm. came over to this country, and um, I was I was a decent player. I wasn't playing at any 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 level or anything like that. Um, but then, obviously, when I was a bit older, I had to go back to Ghana again. So I had a very disrupted um, kind of growing up. So moving, going to Ghana, coming back. So I didn't, I wasn't really settled on anything. So I missed out on like the academy football or the local football. So mm. everything that I know about football is basically just me learning myself. Yeah. So I wasn't in, in any it. kind of structure. Like I said, like your your structure you're doing, I wasn't. I didn't. I was in, when I was growing up, I didn't have anything like that. So, yeah, you um, what was it that? What team was it that you made your first big break? Was it Northampton? Yeah, I made my first big break with with Northampton. Yeah, yeah, the Cobblers. And I did that. I did that go for you. You made quite a few appearances for them, right? Um, yeah, that that went fairly well. It went really 
um, really well. I, like I said, I wasn't expecting that. I came in from the cold. I came in from from like non-league football. And I came in from not having any professional training background. So everything, I, everything was like a, I was just trying to take everything in because I didn't know. I knew enough about football, but I didn't know the ins and outs and everything. And mm. had I had had I had the advice and and stuff, I know now it could have went better. Because there was times where, especially in the first year, I was just happy to be there, and mm. I didn't really use my voice, and I didn't really like. I was I was just like, I'm a professional footballer. I've made it, and I'm whatever happens, I'm happy. So I did make a lot of appearance, but I was off the bench. I think I, it must have been a record at the time. I came, I came, I played every single game. But 90% of it was from the bench. And I, and I wish that Bro. I did have a voice. Yeah. I wish that I did have a voice to say, yo, start me, play me. Do you know what I mean? But I was just kind of like, because like I said, where I've come from, I was just kind of happy to be there. So it, yeah, I was, about to, I was about to say that. Was it more of a thing of like, it's not that you didn't want to play, but more that you felt like you couldn't say something? Because you know you don't want to lose your, you felt like you might lose your opportunity, and you, like you say, you're just happy to be there. So to, to be honest. yeah, 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 definitely. I, f- I felt like it wasn't my place to say anything, but then again, I wish I wish I did because it w- was a big deal to 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 be where I was from where I was to where because they were they were in doing League One back then, mm. League One, and from where I came from. I just, I just didn't want to mess anything up, if you know what I mean. I just wanted to just say jump. I'll say how high instead of why. Why should I jump? You know what I mean, kind of thing. Mm. So. Okay. Um, what, what I wanted to like touch on was, um, mm-hmm. what the heck happened with Nice? Uh, I don't want to. That's well, in terms of in terms so of how I got there. Or, yeah, because like when you look at some of the clubs you you, you were playing for, that like, mm-hmm. it was I think was Lincoln one of them, Lincoln, Northampton, yeah. yeah. So all all of these all of these clubs, and then out of nowhere, <laughs> you you sign you sign for for Nice, but that brought that brought a lot of like controversy, right? Like yeah, obviously you ain't got to talk about this if you don't actually want to talk about it, but. What was it that actually happened? Because I know what's, what got put out by the club that you left, which was... Was it Shrewsbury? Shrewsbury, yeah, Shrewsbury. Yeah, the club <clears> that you <throat> left. Um, what got put out is that you were being selfish and unprofessional, but we all know that's never, you know... The, yeah, that's we, never we the, the, know the, the full story. That's never the full story. But what actually happened then in regards to... Do you know what? Um, I think these were monitoring me for a while now because um, when I was playing for... Chester, Chester City, mm. I went on a mad run where I scored like eight goals in four games or something. Oh, um, wow. I, made, I went on a mad run and Ghana picked me at Ghana. Uh, obviously, word got out and I got picked by the national team to play a friendly against Nice. So we went over oh, okay. and went over to France and played against Nice and I absolutely, like, I ripped it up. I smashed it up. So they were keeping kind of tabs on me anyway. So when I went this this the following season, I left Chester because it was like towards the end of the season. I went I went to Shrewsbury, and then after Shrewsbury, they came back. They well, they they came in for me after Shrewsbury, and I was basically told that um, I can't go because another club is offering me, it's offering the 
um, offering Shrewsbury more money. Okay. Um, do you know what I mean? So it was it was kind of like that, and and I was thinking at the end of the day, this is a big opportunity for me. Mm. You know what I mean? It's a big opportunity to go to to go to <coughs> France and a team in the in the French um, Premier League, first division Premier League, um, so to speak, so to speak, playing against PSG and Marseille and and all these big clubs. So it was something I couldn't really like turn down. Do you know what I mean? So if the if that's being selfish, then and I don't know because I'm sure if that opportunity came to the coach, hello, yeah, yeah. Because if that opportunity came to the coach or anyone, to I think they will they will consider it, and that's all I did. I don't think it was a selfish move or anything. Yeah, you know I, I mean? but for a lot of people, yeah, like a lot of people who don't know how transfers and, and that go, like you actually mm. do you get a say in um, the way, where you want to go because it just seems like Shrewsbury like threw their toys out of the pram because you had you know you had your heart set. Um, it actually depends. It, it's it's funny. At the end of the day, money money talks. Do you know what I mean? Money money talks, and it really it really depends. Like if I'm sure if Nice was the only club that was interested in me, they would let me go easily. But obviously, other clubs were interested that was willing to pay more money because I had a really good season. Then it got them to the playoff and final. We just lost in the final um, to get promoted. So I had a really good season as well. And what do you call it? So if there was another team, if if Nice was the only club, then they would have um, let me go. But you you have a say in a way because at the end of the day, it's your career. But at the same time, they can be bitter and yeah. hold you back. Because at one point, I was told that um, my registration was going to get held and I wasn't going to be able to play football for a year. So if they really, really wanted to mess me up, um, they could have. You know, and then did that, did I wouldn't have to say. Happened in the end? Did it actually happen where you um couldn't play for a bit? Yeah, because at the end day I had a two-year contract with Shrewsbury, and obviously after 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 like honor my contract in it. Mm. Um, so they they literally I was a property of Shrewsbury until my two years was over, so they can decide what to do with me. And I have I have some sort of say as well, but ultimately, if they wanted, they could have blocked um, the transfer. And I would know, like obviously, build it. It depends how I took it. I could um, take it negatively. If if that did happen, I could have come back and say, you know what, I'm not going to train properly. I'm not going to play properly. I'm going to sulk. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Or I can take it as, do you know what, just football's a short career. Just. Um, roll your sleeves up and get on with it and try and see what happens this season and, and just help the team and and see what happens at the end of the season. So then when when so what you literally had to wait until the end of um like your contract with Shrewsbury was, was up basically. No, I, I didn't have to wait because um um Nice came up with another um um another offer and they they ultimately accepted it. Oh, so, okay. I'm allowed to go. How did you find it at, at Nice? Not, not very good. Very good. Um, do you know what the lifestyle? Everything is is brilliant, but on the football front, it wasn't. It was it was it, it was good. You know, football. There's a lot of politics and stuff, and mm. and I don't really want to um ex- get into it too much. Do you know what I mean? There's there's a lot, of, and there's n- nothing is ever what it seems. Do you yeah. know what I mean? If if somebody's not having a good time somewhere or if somebody it's never what it seemed, there's always 
like um, there's always um, factors into their behavior or factors into why they're not performing or there's, yeah. the, there's always that and that's why people like people fail to um, to realize they say a lot of the time they say players have no um, no loyalty but um, a lot of the time clubs don't have no loyalty to um, to players you know what I mean they yeah. just you just use and whenever whenever it suits them really so there was a lot of there was a lot there was a lot of um, things that was happening why I didn't have such a good time um, at Nice because it was it was it was a big thing I went in there um, everyone was excited I got the number seven shirt you know what I mean so I was I was I was going to I was the next thing like I was, I was spoken about a lot and, and all of a sudden. Um, it just like all the hype disappeared, and it was it was just really unfortunate. But uh, but I enjoyed it. it was a, it was a is good there, time there. Is is there like support for for you like when you're going when you're going through all of this, or literally? You know, that, that, I was just going to ask the same question. I was literally huh? just going to ask. I was literally just no, going to ask go the same on, question. No, 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 no. You you asked it. You asked it. Go on. Go on. I'm yeah. On. So it's, is there like any real like support for you, or is it literally like you just have to just crack you know on? what? I just thought, do you know what? I thought, I thought, to be fair, I felt really alone. I didn't, because I didn't have an an active um, agent then, you know, so to say, so to speak. And I thought, like I thought, yeah, <laughs> 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 yeah, exactly. I felt really, really alone, and I was dealing with it um, on my own in a in a foreign country, and it has double day effects. Whatever you, you you're going through, it's twice, it's twice as bad. Do you know what I mean? So maybe if I had the support of someone to put um, their hand, their arms around me and just give me some word of advice, because at the end of the day, the more, the more frustrated I got, the more things I did out, out of character, like, I would, like oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, I would go out, like I wasn't playing, but out of the players, I had one of the best cars there. Do you know what I mean? Because uh, I went out and said, and said, I'm not playing, so I might as well, I'm in Nice, South of France. Uh, enjoy it, do you know what I mean? And that's the wrong thing to do. <laughs> so, yeah, with, with, with that being with that being said, there, yeah, mm. like, obviously you've gone to Nice, and you said you didn't really have an agent. So, mm. in regards to agents, would you say that players don't really need them, or that they do actually need them? And this Lamin, you can like get involved in this in in this little topic itself because <laughs> like for a lot of people, agents are seen as people that you must have like, I'm seeing people in non-league with, with bloody agents and they don't really they don't really need it like so but obviously you've got to Nice without an agent mm -hmm. is, it, is it something that you would look at and, and think that you know what you can do it without them but also you might need them if that makes sense um to be honest if if I had like if I had an agent would would have helped out a bit but I've even even before Nice, I had I had a little a short career, but I had so much bad experiences um, with agent. It's just about finding the right one and finding the one who is out for you, who is there for you, and who yeah. do you know what I mean? Who who put out for you? Um, it's just I wouldn't say yeah. agents are agents are very important because they can open doors for you and they can like negotiate um, on your behalf and better deals because. I, uh, most of the time, I negotiated my own my own deals, and it was very awkward. Like it was hard to to go to some um, sitting in front of a manager or sitting in front of a chairman and, and saying that nah, I want this amount of money. 
but if it's coming from an agent, it's kind of, it can be like it's coming from him, it's not coming from me. They, they can't be like, oh, this guy's money hungry or this guy, uh, do you know what I mean? Negotiation can be a lot, a lot smoother in a way. And like I said, they can open doors for you. But in my case, I didn't really, because I had a bad experience um, with my, my first agent who had to pay out a lot, um, a lot of money for to get out um, of, a, of a contract. Because I, oh. I found out that he was, he was like, he's blocked um, a couple moves for me and, and things like that. It was bad, all because of greed. But like I said, not every agent's like that. And I wouldn't slate them um, or, or anything. It's just about finding the right one because like for life, there's decent people and there's, there's bad people who, who, who are out there for their own good. But if you can really connect with one, then 100% it's better, it's better to have one. And I thought if I had a decent one, it would have been better for me. But then again, <clears throat> I, I was like a freelance. <clears throat> I normally use free, like if I got a move or if an agent calls me and says, like, listen, I got this, um, this move, um, this club is interested in you. I'll be like, cool, let's talk, let's work on this transfer. And that's it. After after the transfer is done, me and you part part ways. I don't need you to call me. I don't you t you take whatever fees you want from the club, and I get on what I'm doing. And you get wow. Your, yeah. I always I always wonder like what gets into the the mind of some of some of these agents where mm. like they allow greed to because any deal I ever signed, I had I had someone someone help me, but it was always a thing of like they would come to me, say, look, this is what's there. How do you want me to go and act? But a lot of these agents that I hear about, like, they don't even take their clients' interest, like their best interest, yeah. you know I'm saying, to the club. Yeah. I always just wonder what goes on in, in their minds where it's like, you know what, the player will be happy, let's say, getting, I don't know, X amount of money. But mm -hmm. instead of going to the club and saying that, they just want to push, 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 just to line their pockets, like, I just never really got that. But some sometimes, you know, you know, in, in, as a person, as as a normal human being, we we always like, how can I put it? I don't know how to frame it. But if someone offers you this amount of money, um, you think about it and take. For example, if 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 like say um, Manchester United want me, mm. and my agent came to, I said I said to my agent, I need like. 100 bags a week yeah get me 100 bags a week can you get it for me my agent would be like yeah i can do it for you but then he goes to manchester united and manchester united said listen we can only afford um make him accept 50k a week um 50k a week and then we'll give you we'll line your pocket and give you like 20 oh, yeah mm. a week so they tempt the agents so at the end of the day my, my united say what's 50 plus um 20 they mm. instead of giving you um 100 grand a week you're getting 50 grand a week and the agents line this pocket up without you, without you knowing anything. That's why I'm saying that the agent has to have your, your best interest. If they don't have your, your best interest, um, then they're going to, like you said, you was there and you was present. Every, every do every you sign, it came up to you. And, but I'm, I don't know if a team would have said, okay, if you give him less money, we will line your pocket. If he would, if he would have taken it or not. But, um, that's just, that's just how it is, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's, that's, that's mad. I can only imagine what it's like for like, the, it's, younger, the younger players, man, coming up. You are just yeah. in a hurry to flip in, sign a deal with, with, with these agents. But yeah. anyway, I, I never ever really signed. It's mad. I never ever signed an agreement with, with an agent. 
it was always yeah. like it was always like a, a gentleman's agreement to go. Yeah, yeah, saying. trust. But did yeah. you use the same agent, or was did you use multiple agents? You know? No, no, I use. I mean, I don't want to talk bad about this guy, but there was one in the very very beginning when I was young. Messed up. He messed up a move for me. But you know, when I was, I must have been about eighteen, and then the move didn't happen. But I really, I, I just took on his his word. Like it just didn't happen mm-hmm. for whatever reason. When really yeah, and truly. Yeah. I found out years later that he basically tried to get way more money than what? Because when I was when I was them ages, I just wanted to play football. You just want to play football, I just, with I just, it, I just want to play football with it, like, and any money I'm getting, really and truly, <laughs> more than I'm getting on road, or more yeah. than I'm getting working in in my local Tesco or whatever, in it. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, I found out years later that he went to um, who was it? Was it Jinnam? Yeah, he went to Jinnam years later, and we're mm. like. I was just like, yeah. No, I found out years later, sorry, that he went to Jinnam and said, I basically wanted double what they were offering. And then I didn't know, but they were going back and forth. They went back and forth for like a couple of weeks. And all throughout that period, I didn't know anything about the back and forth. Because had I, had I known that... How do you know exactly? Had I know, I wouldn't be like, no, boom, take that. Yeah. So then mm-hmm. I left that. And then um, other than that, um, yeah, one guy called Tunde, who literally, mm-hmm. I don't even know if he's... He he works around football every now and then, but he doesn't. He's not really heavily in, involved in football anymore. But he was. If he found out that yeah, this team is here, that team is there, you know, it wouldn't be a thing of like. Um, he would literally just help me to make a decision and advise me. And if I need any help, he just mm-hmm. offer yeah. support. Whereas yeah. Yeah. a lot of these agents I see, they try to run run everything as if they're the asset and not the player. Mm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so. oh, do you know what, yeah? Do you know what? It's really interesting, obviously, listening to you guys talk, yeah? And one of the things that I find a lot, yeah, when I speak to players mm. now and, and obviously the players that I deal with and look after, whatever, is, is that a lot of them have had the similar experiences. And I, I, mm. I always ask myself, what was, like, the decision-making process? Like, why, what made you go or listen to one person over another person? Do you mm. kind of see what I'm saying? And one mm. of the things that I think is really sort of important, especially when, you know, when you're sort of dealing with, 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 with certain situations, is, is that obviously for the, from the player's point of view, you have to get somebody you believe is out for you, like you're saying. Because yeah. mm-hmm. if they're not, like, like you both have said, it can go wrong very, very quickly. But for me, one of the key things is, is that it's, it's, even, if it's uh, even if you have, because obviously you do have some aggressive agents, right? Some real aggressive, yeah. Yeah. powerful, money-hungry, money-hungry mm-hmm. guys, yeah? But they, they're all out for their player. Do you kind of see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah. In, in some circumstances, don't, don't, don't get me wrong, it's never right to foil or, or ruin a move for a player because of mm. financial stuff mm. or financial things, unless it's clear that the club are really low-balling the player. So, for example, mm. you talk mm. about Man United, example, of 100 grand a week, right? 100 grand a week is good money, right? If Man United were coming in, potentially, and offering you at 26, you know, five grand a week, Right, mm-hmm. you might be mm-hmm. like, hold on a minute. Like, yeah. mm, I get it's Man United, but mm. hold on, I'm worth a bit. I'm worth more than that. Do you kind of see what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. there's got to kind of be a bit of a trade-off there, and also the agent mm. generally should be looking at United and saying, okay, do you know what? If you're going to give him five grand a week to start with, mm. in the first, give him five grand a week for the first two months, then his salary goes up twenty percent, thirty, forty percent, or hundred percent a month yeah. for the next yeah. the rest of the yeah. contract. Do you kind of see what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, there definitely. Would be things that you would. That you would you would 
bring into play. But again, it's like what I find with my experience in agencies is that there are some good ones and there are some mm -hmm. that I just think I would hate to be your client. You can't, you, yeah. you can't, you know what I'm saying? Because num, 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 number one, they they look at they don't look at players like like they, they look at players just like a cash machine, right? Mm -hmm. um, and, num and number two, there isn't more, there isn't like a long term, there isn't a longer term sort of thought process behind everything mm -hmm. that they kind of do. Do you kind of see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because yeah. say for example, you as my client and you was obviously you know making that off you five ten grand a week when you're a forty fifty thousand pound player. Yeah. Start, you'd probably turn around and say United. You know what? No, you got to give yeah. something worth yeah. value, right? Yeah. But what you would do is that if United said, look, this is all the money in the world that we've got, which is unlikely mm -hmm. United, but mm -hmm. this is all the money in the world that we've got, yeah? But what we can do is, is that we can potentially look to scale it up. You mm -hmm. would just work mm -hmm. out how that scale works. You kind mm -hmm. of see what I'm mm -hmm. saying? So kind of, yeah. over yeah. the lifetime of that contract, what is worth to the player? So yeah. if you yeah. wanted 50 grand a week, you times that by how many years the contract is. If they're offering mm -hmm. you 10% of that, you just make mm -hmm. sure that the agreement that, that they've got that they could put in place to 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 for the money to scale up is mm. equal to what you would have got if you would have been on fifty fifty k a week anyway. You can't see what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I hear I hear every, everything you're saying makes makes absolute perfect sense. But that's 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 wonderful. As long as like every step of the way you involve the player and let him that's, know what's going on. Do you know what I mean? So maybe that like for me. It depends what stage you are in your career, because they ruin a lot of young people's career when they when they don't yeah. even have a foot into the in into the game. Do you understand? Absolutely. So and it's interesting if, what you said as well. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter whether you're 18 or whether you're 28. Yeah. Footballers want to play. Football. Yeah. They want, <laughs> they, they want to play football. They want exactly. to get on with play. And you're right. Like mm -hmm. you know, obviously the example that Daps just gave about his own situation. I mean, when you're young. It's it's crazy to think that people are just looking at you and thinking, yeah, do you know what? Let me just cash grab now. When mm. in reality, you could you could have went to you could have went to United, you could have gone to Nice, mm. and you could have had a really amazing career. And then all of a sudden, your market value is mm. it's mad. It is it is crazy, man. So it's it mad. Did you like? Because after Nice, you went to Locomotive Moscow, innit? Yeah, I went to Hamilton first. Um, Hamilton Ackies in Hamilton Academical in Scotland, yeah? yeah? Yeah, yeah, in Scotland. Yeah. I went there first. And, and then again, the mistake, the mistake had, uh, I, like I said, and you do need advice and need, do need people advising you. But I had, even, even, even when I was trying to sort out, like trying to leave Nice, so to speak, because I didn't think it was going to work out, um, I needed an, um, an agent who 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 was a who was more more of a friend, do you know what I mean, than than an agent. I just said I need you to help help me out to negotiate a good break, like a good like um good settlement fee or or whatever away from these. And even even he went in and, and tried to negotiate something for his own pocket. Um, do you know what I mean? And that's 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 our order. He said he should have said right. to me like. Right. Advice was was my was, was my fault as well. The timing that the timing I was leaving these was really bad because I could not sign for because I think he was in October um, September or October the, um, them time. I should have known, but I didn't even clock on. So the time I left, he should have been advising me that yo don't leave now because you will not be able to sign for another club until um, until yeah. the next um, window, um, the next transfer transfer window. 
you know what I mean? So I do. I ended up leaving and staying at home, doing like nothing for three three months. Ooh. Do you know what I mean? Or Bad. and when I feel if you'd advise me, yo, stick it out till um, at least go on loan somewhere or at least do do something. Don't. But all he saw was money, and all he saw was a chance for him to make um, a quick change because I was going to get a lump sum, and that would be if 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 my, if if we terminate my contract amicably, I was going to get a lump sum, and and he he's, he was going to eat basically. So that's all um, he was thinking about. But like you said, is is sometimes it works. Sometimes you just have to have a professional relation. You know, he doesn't give a deep about you and you don't give it just as long as you're that's that that, that was my attitude because i never really had um good experience whether it's like like a friend or even a family member that's an agent when, yeah. when money comes in everything else goes out yeah. and goes out the windows do you know what i mean so i'm not i'm not really a big fan but they are important they're a very important part of the game then um, did you did you um like take take on an agent for that. I said um, locomotive Moscow, sorry, locomotive Sophia. Did you like have yeah, an agent yeah. for that one or did they just come in for you? And um, I had, there were, obviously, um, I had agents float, floating about. I had like four, five or, or six um, agents. I didn't have any contract with any of them. And every now and then I'll get, I'll get a call from one to say, yo, this club wants you. I said, no, I'm not doing, I'm not doing that or another. So a team came and said, um, um, agent came in and said, um, listen, um, Locomotive Sofia are interested. They're playing the, in the Europa Cup and they, they're playing the Champions League sometime, in, but they're in Bulgaria. Do you want to go? And I was like, do you know what? Yeah, let's do it. So we, we I hired him for that particular deal. We didn't, I only signed, um, I forgot what, what that contract's called. Um, you might be able to help me with this. I only signed a contract to say, yeah, he can speak on my behalf or he can, for, for this transfer. Short term, isn't it? Yeah, 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 just for this transfer. Yeah, yeah, but it's, it's, it's not the one for like, to. it's literally, yeah, a short term one just for that deal, after that deal. Yeah, yeah after that deal. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And I, even, even that deal, that deal was done, took me to um, Locomotive Sofia, but I don't even know, but anyway, I got, was in in Bulgaria they do things a lot different. You you get paid. <laughs> Sometimes you, you get you get paid in the paper bags. Sometimes yeah yeah so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I went over there. I went over there. Signed. Obviously they gave me like um, a transfer fee, and it was it was a lot more than I can take on the on the on the plane. Yeah. But you only allowed a certain amount. I can't remember. It's about fifteen thousand or or something. You can have on on you, and obviously I'm not going to put it in a whatever money I had. I'm not going to put it in a in a baggage in case they go through it. Those guys, you know, the yeah, baggage yeah. People, they go. Through. So I'm flying back to England now, um, just to get my stuff ready and come back. So I want to bring this money over, and put it in my bank account here and yeah. head back over. So we got we got on the plane. We got we got on the plane. I gave him like. I think half of it or half of the money to hold and I took the other half. So you can go through immigration with that. So there's two of us, so we can go through, we can both go through um, immigration. Mm. Got to, got to um, London Heathrow now and, and my brother came to pick us up 
and I said to him, yo, okay, can you give me the rest of the, can you give me the money I gave you to hold for me? <laughs> and he's like, like, proper patting himself, searching himself. <laughs> like, um, I, I don't know where it is. I put it, I put it in my bag. I just don't know where. So me and my brother actually stripped him, we and I couldn't, I didn't know what he's done with the money. I don't know if he, if he hid it in the airport somewhere, went to the toilet, hit, I don't know what happened to this day. I still don't know um, what happened to that money. It was just, it was just, it, it, wow. it was just mad. It was just mad. He took that money. 100%, he didn't lose that money. 100% he, 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 he took that money. Do you know what I mean? 100%. Then that's just a, another example of like doing it right in front of you, right in front of your eyes. And like, and imagine what goes on behind closed doors. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Wow, man. Yeah. That's, that's good. What was it like playing, playing in Bulgaria though? Um, do you know what? The football was, was really good. There's really good players, but everyone knows it's well documented what Bulgaria is what Bulgaria's like. Do you know what I mean? It was not... Um, I mean, the first, the first, the f I can remember clearly my first game. Then my first game, I was on the bench and we was losing. So um, the, in, in Bulgaria, like chairman, man, um, chairman, directors, everyone's allowed in the change room. It's, it's crazy. It's not just the manager that's picking the team, like the chairman, everyone. So the, one of the directors just said to me, get outside and warm up. You're coming on second half, my first game. So I said, who are you? Who's this guy? So anyway, I went outside. Started doing do my warm up. I was warming up in front of their away fans. I ran up to the edge of the edge of the pitch, and one guy stood up to say, "Yo, monkey, what are you doing here? What are you doing here?" I looked at him and went, "What the fuck?" Oh, sorry, sorry for the <laughs> for my, oh, my language. Yeah. yeah, I said, "What the hell?" From then straight away, I knew that it was going to be a long season. Do you know what I mean? And it was it was it was, it was just mad. It was it was mad. Yeah. It's crazy, but um, was that part of the reason why you just like wanted to get out of there, or the main? Yeah, reason? yeah, that, that that was part of the reason. I mean, the football, the level was really good, but I needed, I needed to like that's probably that's what gave me the motivation because I was, I was like top scorer. I was like everyone's talking about me in in Bulgaria, like teams, teams back home wanting me, like um, teams in in Germany, like Holland, everyone wanted me before I transferred to. South Korea, so that must have motivated me to want to, want to like just get out, get out. It's it's funny because a lot of people would, would a lot of people think that when they, when they see people getting racially abused, I always hear the same. Oh, they're getting paid X amount of money, so they should deal with it. Do you get what I'm saying? But can you like yeah. speak on speak on? It's not that easy. Like yes, you're getting money to play, but mm. at the end of the day, it's it's probably more of a morally. Like this, a, a yeah, moral yeah. decision you have to make, you have to take to like be like, nah, I'm not doing this anymore, and it's bigger than money. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I don't. No amount of money, do you know what I mean? Can can pay someone enough to take um, that amount of abuse. Do you understand? And it's morally wrong. No one should have to um, go through that. Even if you earn one pound or a million a year, you mm. should not have to go through that. And I think who who whoever. Um, Safety like that. It's not you're not right in your head. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's it's not right. You can't expect. It's just you can't expect to be doing your job, whatever job you have in in McDonald's or in an office or whatever, and somebody just to come over and just start um, racially abusing you just because you get paid and just because like um, 
claim you're serving them or, or you're playing for them. No, that's, that's, that's wrong. That, that it's, it's up to me as an individual whether um, what decisions um, I, need to, I need to make. Mm. You know what I mean? And for me, it motivated me because I'm one, I'm one of these people that um, like racism, I've always been taught that racism does not really affect me. You know what I mean? Because if I allow it to affect me, then um, then 100% I'm inferior to the races. Because at the end of the day, whoever's racially abusing me, I don't know you from from anyone. You could be just um, whoever. I don't know you, so why should I let you what you're you're what you're saying bring me down? Why should I let what you're saying? Why should I be made to feel inferior to you? That's yeah, yeah that's mine. That's never gonna happen. So I personally always manage to rise above things like this. But that's not to say it's right and and it should continue. It should totally. You should totally stop and there's no um, space for it, there's no room for it. But like I said, me personally, um, it, mo- it motivates me and it makes me like, um, it doesn't really, like I said, it doesn't really, like, it's wrong, but I, I, I can rise above it. Yeah. And, and um, how, how do you view it when it's still happening now? But um, talking about it, are you like one of those that's like, all of those things that they're putting in, in place, like changing your profile picture or doing yeah. um, ejecting people from, from the crowd, like, do you think that actually helps? Like, or what, do you, what do you think can be done to actually... Um, stop, stop it, it won't help because at the end of the day, we need to... Football is just part of society. We need to eradicate racism out of society before yeah. we can do anything in football. Because you know what I mean? Because you can, you can get people to be quiet and not say something because because the, there's cameras everywhere. And like I said, um, closet races, you can get them not to say anything. But when they're in society, when there's no cameras, when there's, um, when they're, if it's a work colleague or if it's someone that they come across, nothing's stopping this person from abusing, um, abusing someone because, because of their race. So until we eradicate out of society, um, football, there will always be um, racism in football. It's never going to stop because I don't think just because he's not shouting out racist slur, it doesn't mean he's not racist inside. Yeah. You know what I mean? It doesn't. It, it doesn't mean he doesn't like somebody because of, the, of his race. So I think it's a society problem. Once we get rid of it in society, I think football will benefit from it as well. Yeah. But it's good what football is doing because it's bringing awareness. But all these things they're doing is. All, all it is is bringing awareness. It's not really changing anything because it's a society problem. Mm. You know? Yeah, no, hundred percent. Um, I'm trying to think where to direct this now. Ah, uh, you know what? Let me let me let me talk about the was it South Korea? You said you went to. Yeah, yeah, South Korea. Yeah, South Korea. What was what what was that like for you now? <laughs> you know, do you know what it was? Like I said, after. Like I said, there was a lot of teams that were after me, and um, South Korea came with their biggest, biggest offer, biggest um, package, and so. So, oh, so it was about it, it was it was I was I was trying to ask in a way where it doesn't make it seem so so obvious, but um, yeah, was it literally like a, a money deal? Um, it, it was, I'm not gonna sit here and lie and say it wasn't um, part of it, but. When I weighed up all the I weighed up all, all the interests, all the clubs. Like for example, if if a solid Premier League club came in for me at that time and they were offering less, I would go to I would settle because um, it would be better for me to 
um, play in the Premier League. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it's a, a championship um, club or if it's um, a first division club in, in Holland or if it's a or if it's a Premier League club in France and they're offering a lot, I would I would probably and it's not the the biggest club in the world. I'll probably go to um, South Korea because I then the club I was going to in the whole of Asia, they're the number one ranked football team in in Asia. They're like the Real Madrid of the win. They won the Champions League um, the most times in all of Asia. They rated once um, number one in in Asia. So it wasn't it's like not, it's not a small club. It's not a small club. It's one of the biggest club in all of like. China, China, Japan, everything. Mm. Paul and Steelers was the number one, um, number one club. So mm. was a was a decent, was a very decent team that I was going to go. I've seen them play. I've seen their stadium. I've seen, but I was a bit nervous going there because um, I've heard I've heard a lot of negative about Korea, and yeah. I didn't even know that there was a North and South. Why is Korea, Korea, South Korea, North Korea? It's the same thing to me. So yeah. I was a bit nervous about how life was going to be out there but at the same time I went out there and it was absolutely it was amazing mm. it was unreal it was the best experience ever you know it was yeah yeah it was, it was amazing football there amazing everything is just like so professional you know what I mean everything everything is done to perfection um out there it's amazing trust what me made you, what, what, what made you um, come back then um, what made me? I spent three years at, um, out there, you know what I mean. And, and obviously, I had a, a young family as well. You understand? And it was it wasn't like Bulgaria where, or France, where it's like half an hour flight. Or, but if I if I was single, if I was like a single man, and whatever, I would stay out there for ten years. It would not not be a, pro, um, a problem. But I thought three years was. Um, was enough. Sometimes you just have to make an unselfish decision to come back, and and that's all. That's all it was because I, I had opportunity to, to play there longer, but I, I chose to come back. On on like more current, more current things like you, you've been hearing about the the Premier League saying that they want to um, cut like the wages of of players by thirty percent, like. What's your take on that? Because we haven't actually, as a podcast, spoken about that, have we? Yeah, so, like, basically, my stance on that was that mm-hmm. I think players should do, should do um, like, more, but I don't think it should be a government-imposed thing. I think it should yeah. be yeah. that they choose, you know, to do, to do it from their, you know, from their mm-hmm. own pockets and their own... Yeah. Rather than the government come and say you have to do this, do you mm. know what I'm saying? Like, but as a as a as a player or a former mm. player, what would be your thinking if they said no, you have to do this? Um, like everyone's situation is different. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Um, no, no one knows what people are doing in it, in it. You know, even though they might earn a lot of money, but football is a short career, and you need to be like saving money for Reina, you, you, you hear it all the time, sports stars going broke and stuff. Do you know what I mean? Because their lifestyle, after retirement, they, they maintain their lifestyle still. It's, yo, they maintain, 
So we just started pitching. Yeah, man. No, that's fine. Man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what was I? Um, like there's a lot, 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 this is short career and there's a lot of um, players um, when they retire because the lifestyle they, they leave, the house, the mortgage they pay. It's not the same um, mortgage that your regular um, people um, pay. Do you know what I mean? So everyone's, if it should be, it should be a thing where you give quietly. You shouldn't have to make it, if you want to give, you give quietly. You shouldn't have to make it public and you shouldn't have to put pressure on other people, other players them to do it because everyone's situation um, is different. You know what yeah. I mean, some of them might have just one kid, some of them might have 10 kids, some of them might have three, do you know what I mean? Might have houses, that whole family back in their country that they, they, um, they, they need to look after. Some of them give generously to a lot of ch um, charities as well. Some of them have their own um, charity, so yeah. foundation. So I feel that it should be, if you're in a position to do it, it should be your own personal decision. And if you don't do it, I have no problem because it's not just footballers out there. There's there's film stars, there's TV, there's there's loads of people and, out and there. That's I think that's that's another thing that, that really definitely know. the point. Say again. I said that's 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 definitely the point. There's wider society. Yeah. I think there's a reason, and I had this conversation just I think over the week. Yeah. There's a reason why they come to football, and there's a responsibility there that football does have, especially mm. with the way. It's, it's a community sport and with obviously the way that, you know, some clubs are kind of playing that, you know, they're going to be paying people less during this time when in reality some of these clubs are multi-billion pound football clubs. And as a business, you'd expect that scrutiny. But I think the problem that you've got is, is that you've got a sport that a lot of people contribute to. And you've got, a, you know, you've got what? Some stadiums are holding 50,000, 60,000 people. Even at the lower level, you've still got 10,000, 15,000 people turning up every week. And mm. there is that sort of responsibility, but there's also that sort of belonging to the community. And I think that's mm. why it's mm. easy for mm. the government and people to kind of look at football straight away. And obviously yeah. it's well emphasized about how, how rich the game is. Mm. Um, but I, I completely agree with you. I, I think just making a, a rule where everybody has to stick to a particular figure. Now, I'm mm. not being funny. You've got, you know, you've still got people who are, you know, first year, second year pros who are not mm. on. 20, 30, mm. 40, 50,000 mm. pounds a week. They're on mm. 400 pounds, 500 pounds, 1,000 pounds. Mm. Do, do, do you understand mm. what I'm saying? And when you compare yeah. it to the normal yeah. average working person, they're not too, they're mm. not too different in terms of their, mm. in terms of their, um, like the economics, in terms of what they actually mm. earn. And I think the way they've, I, I actually think personally, the PFA have let the players down. I think 100%. the PFA have let the players down. Mm. I think mm. they've let them down massively because mm. it shouldn't take, Wayne Rooney or, or, or the players to come together to mm. do their own thing for the PFA to mm. use a bit of common sense. You yeah. know, they just seem to have just buckled, innit? I, I, I totally agree with what you say. The percentage thing, the percentage thing is the key <clears throat> right now. It's a percentage because 10% to Wayne Rooney is not the same as 10% um, to yeah. a championship player or a first division player. So if, like you said, the PFA came exactly. together. And, and said everyone is going to donate 10% or 15% um, of, their, of their wages, then um, that's fair enough. But when you're hearing that somebody's donated 50 grand or 100 grand or a week's wages or, um, or whatever. More than a lot of these players getting a year. Huh? That's more Man, than yeah, exactly. Man, yeah. exactly. It puts it puts a lot of pressure on other people. And if, oh. if it's just percentage, then it should be everyone that's in, that's in employment because not just um, um, footballers, but 
everyone because like I said, if you're earning if you're earning a thousand pound and ten percent of that is not that huge. And if it's a society we all have to pull in together and we all have to everyone um, and this is my ev- everyone has everyone's to like you got some players who thirty percent ain't gonna impact them. Mm-hmm. Right? But you've got mm-hmm. other players that that thirty percent mm-hmm. they might end up having to try to get government help with universal yeah, exactly. credit. Because exactly. they're, they're, they're living with the same conditions. Do you kind of see what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So this mm-hmm. is where, for me, what they should have done is that they should have made, they should have said players are earning over a particular amount of money a year. Mm-hmm. Those mm-hmm. are the ones that, that effectively, if you're going to oh. have to, if you're going to have those are the ones that do. And the ones but that want <laughs> These guys, they pay 50% tax or whatever already. So. Exactly. So, but, no, but the thing is, with, with, with that, my, my issue is, is like, when it got announced, he was doing the, I think it's something Hancock, whatever his name is. He was doing the, um, the daily update, the government update. Do you get what I'm saying? On coronavirus and everything. Mm-hmm. Like, Rooney said it himself, like, why is that even on the agenda? Mm-hmm. I'm saying, why, why, why is that even on the agenda? Like, footballers are seen as such, like, as, you know, the, the model people, like, and, and yeah. who yeah. everyone looks to, when really and truly, like, they should be doing it, but it shouldn't be a thing that is imposed, number one. Yeah. Two, yeah. like, not only do, um, not only have the PFA, like, let them down. In, in fact, I don't even know, because I think the PFA were the ones saying, don't just accept it, like, help come up with your own thing but also the clubs the clubs need to do oh clubs have let them down massively the clubs need, massively even, even massively. the fact you've got people like spurs and liverpool initially like putting their staff on on furlough and yeah like, it's like you've got you have, you have to look at those things first before you say you have to give whatever Definitely. not everyone yeah. in the like rooney or not like rooney pogba is getting however much money a week Ozil, 350. Mm. Matty Longstaff, who plays for Newcastle, probably ain't getting 350 a week. In fact, he ain't getting 50 a week. Do you get what I'm saying? And, and a lot of these people, you know, are the breadwinners for their family, you know. Yeah. yeah. And when you're at a top, top level, mm. you can go a while. Tether said it himself. You can go six, seven months without getting any. You can go a year without getting football money. Yeah. At the yeah. Top. But when you're at the bottom, you still have responsibilities. You still mm. have bills. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, I, I just, I just think it was poor from them, and I'm glad, I'm it glad, was, that, I'm glad that the players have come together and and come up with something because I think that they yeah. should do that. But mm-hmm. I just, I just wasn't here for all of the, you know, and people, and people saying, yeah, you know, they need to, they, they don't need to do anything. No, they don't need to do nothing. They, they should. And if they could, it's, it's the same way that if me and you, if we could, we should. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But, I don't think that people should be coming after their money just because they're on X amount. They're on set amounts a week. A week. That's, that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's really poor, to, um, to be honest. And I'm glad that Ro- Rooney came out. Because a lot of players are thinking it, but nobody wants to... They won't say it. Like, mm, yeah. yeah, come out and say it. And I'm glad that Rooney did come out. Do you know what I mean? And I wonder, if Rooney, is, is I wonder if Rooney would have said that 10 years ago. Well, this is it. It's that stage in his career where his voice mm. matters, but also he's got less to lose, isn't it? So, yeah. but you need mm. players like that talking mm. up to the mm. players that can't speak. Yeah. Because of his, yeah. his profile, 100%. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm not here for all of that. But, um, yeah, man. Is there anything else on the agenda? What, what are you keeping up with now, man? 
Um, now, um, that's what I always say to people. You, you have to, when you're, when you're playing, any, if any youngsters are watching, you have to invest in your, in your, in your future, so to speak. Definitely. I had this thing where, because um, I bounced about a lot in England, didn't I? I went from club, I had this thing where I just buy um, a property wherever, wherever I go. <laughs> and when Rick. I leave, I just, I, just, I just rent it out. Do you know what I mean? So if I go to Northampton, I mean, I bought a house when I was just 20 in Northampton. I was on the penals, I was like 200 pounds a week or something. But obviously I was getting money for accommodation. I think I was getting like four, 400 or 500 for accommodation. And I said, I said to myself, like, basically, instead of using that money to rent out, why don't you get a house with it and use it for mortgage, just add a bit to it. So I've done that and, and every club I, I moved to, I always bought a house. And, so at the moment I'm managing them, managing um, the houses I have, like doing, doing, thank you, thank you, I love, I love, I love. <laughs> and, and, and you know what I mean? And I wish I could, I could like, that's, that's one thing, every time I, I do a lot of speeches in schools and stuff, I get invited into schools and every time I just say to people, always like invest in your future, invest in your future. Um, do you know what I mean? No matter how little, how, like I said, I've done it on, on less than the, the minimum, I don't know if it's the minimum wage, but I was getting peanuts out. When I first started yeah. at um, Northampton, but I still managed to um, get get a house out of it. So just invest in, invest in your future. And I'm doing also doing my clothing clothing line. Bigger. That's, you know, that's actually my favourite. I got one of your one of your tracksuits, obviously, and yeah, I, wore yeah. it, I wore it at um, our last live show. And it's actually, I'm never trying to be funny because you're here. Like, mm -hmm. it's, it's clean, my favourite tracksuit that I own right now. Uh, wicked place. And you know, normally when you these people, bro, he's got, he's got like, he's got the slides, he's got the tracksuit. And you know, normally when, when people you know have tracksuits, mm -hmm. wear it, but <laughs> not really. But you, but you yeah. want to support, like, I legit like the tracksuit and it's proper good oh, quality. Bless, bless for that. Yeah, man. Yeah. Proper. And for those of you that don't know which one it is, it's, when you look at photos from our last our last live show, it's the one when I'm in a blue tracksuit. Blue tracksuit. Mm -hmm. I, I need another one, by the way, Derek. So. <laughs> no Maybe. worries, no worries. I've got the hat on as well. I'm so. saying this on the podcast. I, I, need, <laughs> I, need, I need that, that care package. Blackmail, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I need that care package, bro. So, yeah. I've got one question real quick. Yeah. One question, yeah? Yeah. So you bought a house every, everywhere you've gone, yeah? Yeah. Right, okay. I went to Nice last year. I love it. Mm. <laughs> Don't do that. Apart from, I can't be, be travelling up to Nice and checking my house. No, no. I, do you know what? Funny enough, I wish I did. Maybe I just wasn't settled enough there, you know? Yeah. So I didn't, yeah. I didn't feel, you know what I mean? So apart from in England, wherever I went to. You would have had a house in Nice. I'll be saying to you now, <laughs> next holiday, I'll rent yeah, yeah. that. No, no do you, Yeah, do you know what? I, I wish, I definitely wish I did, I did do that. That would have been, like, yeah, that would have been amazing. Yeah, man. But <laughs> Derek, it's been, it's been a long time coming. You, uh -huh. were, you were initially meant to be on here time ago, but I think, I think it was me that time. I think it was yeah. me that yeah. yeah. Apologies accepted. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was me, and then um, finally um, we've got you. Here. You came to a live show. How did you find mm -hmm. that, last, that that last live show? Yeah, yeah, it was it was it was brilliant. I loved it. 
I loved it. I mean, interacting because you get you get different angles, you get different people asking them different questions, curious people. Do you know what I mean? But it was really, really I really loved it. I was itching to be up there, but um, because I could see the the vibe was good, the energy was good, and yeah, I look forward to the next one. No way, man. We've got you. We've got this thing. Keep keep it up, man. I, I wanna I wanna do one on the live on the audience. Yeah, yeah, man. No, no, no. 100. We got we, we definitely got you there. But um, yeah, man. It's been good, Derek. Thank you for your time. Um, no worries. Yeah, man. Um, big up. I'm gonna put up all your socials. You know, shout out mm. Fresh Ballers. Was it Fresh Ballers Apparel or Fresh Ballers? Yeah, yeah. Fresh Ballers Apparel. Yeah, and um, you know, hopefully, you know, we can. You know, we could sort something out next live show. We were actually going to do one recently, but obviously all of this, mm-hmm. all of this. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, yeah. have you got um a newborn as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got yeah, thank you. Congrats, congrats yeah. on that as well, man. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Is it boy? I'll do. I'll produce boys. I'll produce boys. I'll produce ballers. You know what yeah, I mean? That's <laughs> Now, congratulations on that, man. Thank you, thank you. And just, just stay safe, and you know. You too, man. Stay, stay safe, stay I'm safe. I'm, yeah. I'm still at, I'm still at Harringay next year, so mm-hmm. hopefully, I might, I might see you down there. When you yeah, my little, my little boy, he was pushing to play in the first team the other week. You know, my little boy, um, Malise, he plays for the under twenty threes. He's banging it up for the under twenty threes. Yeah, 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 it's uh, yeah, so. It's a, it's a uh-huh. bit. What, what, what position does he play? He was playing um, left wing, left wing. Ah, oh, that's why. Yeah. That's that's, that's yeah. why. But as, but the thing about Haringey, Haringey are really good at um, promoting mm. the. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what I, I want for him because he's still young. He's still. Um, yeah, good. Make sure he stays there next next year. And, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'll make sure that he at least does like a. You know, yeah, whatever that is. Um, yeah, that'll, that'll, that'll be good. Because obviously, man's at that age where I've got clout in that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you pull the so, strings a bit, yeah. <laughs> uh, just pull your hamstrings, mate. That's that's all I'm. <laughs> that's all I'm pulling. Yeah. hamstrings. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, cool. But Derek, love. Was I appreciate, appreciate the invite. Really enjoyed it. Thank you, man. Yeah, no worries, man. No worries. And um, guys, keep liking, subscribing, sharing. We will be throughout this time. We took a bit of a backseat because we, we, we thought it was going to be over within a week. Blow over. Yeah, but it looks like it's here for, for however long. So we're just going to keep putting out these conversations, these podcasts. Hope you like them. You know, yeah, we'll, we'll see. You might still see Derek back here. With a bunch of a bunch of men just on one Zoom call, just busting <laughs> joke and whatever. But um, yeah, keep like, subscribing, sharing, all of that, and um, we'll see you lot later. All right, thank see you. Later, right, guys. See you guys. Uh, yeah. I love it. Stay there. Don't go. <laughs> Don't go. How do I stop this thing? How do I stop this? I don't even know. But yeah, Lamb. Yo, okay. Stop this thing.